All right, tell us something profound into the microphone. <laughs> Let's hear it. Monday, <laughs> February 7th. A new song called Fantasy is being released on all streaming platforms. Forms. 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 Music you're, you're... brought to you by The Morning Kings. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bohemian Blonde Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna, with the the hottest man on this planet. That's the right. The man, the myth, the legend, the dilf, the daddy, the zaddy. I feel like I have bad breath. The if zaddy. You, if, you, um, <laughs> if you need some water boiled... I will touch it. <laughs> that is how hot I am. I will boil your water. So we're live on Instagram because this is just apparently what, what we do on this podcast is we, well actually I'm drinking an IPA right now. Non-alcoholic IPAs get you every time. This is less than 5% and it is. Less than 0.5%. Like, uh, it tastes like. Yeah, it's got that tang. Yeah. It tastes like a legit IPA. So it, t- it tastes like armpit juice, is what you're saying. Yeah. That's what IPAs taste like. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, IPAs taste the way they do, all hoppy and gross, because that's what... Armpit. That's what the sailors would have to do. They would have to, like, essentially ferment it in extra hops and make it all nasty. Is this real? Yeah. You're in, telling To the get truth? across the ocean... And that's the only way that they could preserve it with some some level of taste and some level of like cleanliness. So that's why. So like when people are like, mm, "Yes, more hops the better." Ugh, <laughs> I love how horrible it tastes. It's actually because they were trying to preserve it, not because it tasted good that way. I thought this was a real IPA. Well, it is an IPA. It's just non-alcoholic. Yeah, but I mean, dry like, January you can't even... in February. What's the brand? Brooklyn, Brooklyn special effects. Okay, so if someone's doing like a non-alcoholic non, time, yeah, if you want to like literally taste yeah. a beer, beer, if you like armpit juice, well, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't taste bad. I'm just joking when I say that about IPAs. I prefer stouts and cream ales. Yeah, that's why I say armpit juice. But um, yeah, that tastes like a real beer. It does. Yeah, kind of thought it was. I no, know. I'm sad. I know. <laughs> Got you good. Um, all right. So welcome to the podcast. Tonight's really a special and fun night. Exciting night. Um, it's exciting things are happening in Drew's world and we wanted to, I wanted to bring you guys into it. So I told him last minute, I'm like, all right, Damien, our son went to sleep and we've got him watching over here on the monitor and we ran in the basement and I'm like, let's just record tonight's podcast episode of us together because I want to share the cool things that are happening in your world, and... Well, thank you. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. So, like it's I so said It's so funny, earlier. like... Okay, hold on. So, Drew, he is, like, such a Capricorn, like, to a T, but he's also, like, this Scorpio rising, which is hilarious. If you know anything about astrology, the man is, like, a CEO during the day, but, like, this fucking Scorpio at night. Like, he turns into Nightman. This past weekend just like the amount of time that you spent on music and just I don't know like last the weekend prior you were recording a music video and just all the things that you do so because of your 
Capricorn, I feel like a lot of things are moving on Earth for you now, but like your Scorpio has been so hard at work. And that's your astrology forecast. <laughs> and that's my astrology TED Talk. Thank you for attending. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank you for attending. There's no need to listen to this podcast any <laughs> further. <laughs> those that are those that know astrology will be like, holy shit, that is a day man and a night man if I've ever seen one. Yeah. But he's a Taurus moon, so you know, money. You're anchored into you're anchored into money and also sometimes it takes you a while to get moving. But once you do, you're like a fucking crazy wild man that's just it's a Taurus. You're like the bull. Or, yeah, you're the bull mm. energy. Bull. So it's like it takes you a while to get started, your moon. And then once like you go, it's hard it, to stop a bull. I mean, I don't know about a bull. But I would say... <laughs> Doesn't he sound like a Taurus? I would say I'm more like a, a snowball going down the hill. <laughs> Where, like, I st- at the first I'm just this little itty-bitty puddle. Just got kick you. I'm just this little snowflake. And then as things roll on, the momentum is unstoppable. And before you know it, I'm an avalanche, <laughs> whitewashing your ass. <laughs> Taking you out. Taking you out. But underneath your feet. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, that's, so, that's, that's, the, that's the story. So can I ask you some questions, like sure. rapid fire? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So you recorded your music video, which if you guys want to see the fun little sneak peeks into the music video... Um, it's at the Morning Kings on Instagram, right? Or yes. is that yours? Okay. Um, or mine. You can go to Drew Barbus Music or the Morning Kings. Yeah. Um, so you can see some snippets of the sneak peek behind the creating of the music video, which I just have to share this with you guys. Like, it's one thing. Like, you're seeing everything from the... the here you go. He's showing a photo to those on Instagram right now, or a video of them in a hot pink television in spacesuits <laughs> jumping around uh which we'll talk more about like why they're doing that but <laughs> see didn't that turn out cool it's i cool. thought that looked really cool i know umbra um so where was i okay so music video if you guys want to see it morning kings drew barbus and okay but here's the cool thing just visualize with me for a second so drew you you always have the perspective of like looking out. You know, you always get to like being on stage, you get to look out at the crowd. Mm-hmm. Being music video, you're like looking into cameras and spotlights and all this stuff. But I think it's so cool being on my end because I get to see everything from like the fan perspective. And that's what I find so oh, it's you. <laughs> um what I find so cool is being able to see like the whole thing made manifest like to see conrad and cooper dan Josue, you like the whole spectrum of all the hours that you guys spend you know behind the scenes like rehashing everything creating music doing all of it and then when it's happening what it felt like to me and what it looked like to me on my end i mean you saw after looking at the videos but it looked like SNL. Like the whole... Are you talking about the music video? The music video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like from my perspective, it was like... You know at SNL, sometimes they show like the props or whatever. Like those sliding walls mm-hmm. and all these things. So that's like basically the studio that you guys were in. Essentially, it looked like SNL kind of vibe. Yeah, it was a... It's a 
TV station. Mm -hmm. It literally is. And we had the, the entire building to ourselves for a day. Yeah, that so was we had really like a, cool. a, a, a studio and a B studio. A studio is this huge, like you said, Sean, it kind of looks like this big stage and all this thing, all the mm -hmm. lights and everything. And, and then they have a B studio, which is a green screen room. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And you had we, full, you had both sides, which yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Like the whole place was your guys's. That yeah, was really, it was a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. this is the first video that we've made in this way. A lot of it's been, um, home recordings that we put together this or that but this was pre it's pretty legit mm -hmm. and i'm um, excited for the for the final video to come out yeah but the song that is being released tomorrow that is what it's all about mm -hmm. that's what's that's what's up yeah the song is called fantasy i don't know if we yeah. said that yet uh, i don't think so the song is called fantasy it's the debut single for our new debut album, oh. Full Length. We've done two EPs. What's the difference between all that? Because I don't even know. An EP is called Extended Play. And do you want the whole history, like back when there were records no. and all that stuff? No, no, no. So just... essentially an EP is like two to four, five songs. The cap record. You know, two to three songs or something like that. Two to four songs. Um, it's just like a little snippet of music. Mm -hmm. A couple songs. Mm -hmm. a, LP, full like an album, mm -hmm. is eight or more, mm -hmm. typically. Mm -hmm. so, Got it. So we're gonna be. And what's yours again? Yours is a an album. I an album because songs. you have over eight, or because yeah, you eight, have eight. eight yeah, okay. Got it. Eight or nine. Um, and you're doing it, the first song that you're releasing. Is it the first song on the album? It is, in fact. Oh. The single is also the first song on the album. Oh. But in today's world, people don't really listen to a whole lot of albums in one sitting, so we're just releasing songs individually, and then we'll do like a big party um, for, for it all. If you're in Minnesota, probably for the initial party, right? Yeah. If you're in Minnesota, just send the Morning Kings a message, and you guys will... We'll Start hook you to up. Plan out, yeah. Yeah, we'll hook you up. Plan out the party location. Because we'll have some like VIP events and things like that, uh, and little secret parties. That's what I want to do. Were you gonna do a basement party prior to the pandemic? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, we're gonna do listening sessions. That's right. And um, do like a little strip down show. Strip. But yeah, strip. I was gonna strip. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you all came here to see music. Ha ha ha, it's my make show. make it real awkward. <laughs> it's my name on the marquee. I can do what I want. Never said it was going to be music. <laughs> Actually, you're naked now behind your guitar. Yeah, you can't even see it. <laughs> okay, he's not. Um, okay, I am so, holding a, a guitar, though, for the listeners. Yeah, for those on the podcast. A dark he's blue got a... Fender Fat Strat electric guitar. It's a lovely guitar. So then I can look like I'm cool and stuff. Yeah, he, so I was like, we got, we're going to record the podcast tonight. He's like, should I have my guitar in my hand? <laughs> I was like, sure. <laughs> can't be empty-handed. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> do you feel that way sometimes on stage? Like when you go from yeah. song to song, like one song you'll have a guitar, and then the next you're just, like, it's just you and the microphone. Do you ever feel kind of like naked without a guitar? Yeah. 
But that's why I'll have like a shaker or a tambourine Mm -hmm. or I'll just use the mic and mic stand as a a prop live Mm -hmm. or I'll just shake my butt. That's another thing. Or I'll start like... If I have layers on, I'll take maybe one of the layers off. Yeah, you do do that. You or I'll start have glasses out with... on, I'll take my glasses off. Or I'll have my hair up, I'll take my hair down. Like, I'll do things, I'll shapeshift. I'll shapeshift <laughs> during the concert. And, like, at first I looked this way, and then I looked that way. Yeah, this is this is true. Because you do start with layers on, and then it's yeah. like you, by the time you're done, you got, like, threads on. I learned that from, J, uh, was it Jay-Z? Oh, really? It was like some rappers, they were talking about that. Makes sense. And it's like... Because all eyes are on you. Like, you're the lead guy. People are like, dance, monkey. Well, do something. Yeah. Do something. Look interesting. And I think, like, as you change your outfit or your appearance through the set, it will, like, reflect the set. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so a lot of our sets tend to build up or, like, towards the end, it's, like, high-energy stuff. Well, if I'm changing my clothes or like stripping down a little bit mm-hmm. it will like reflect that yeah well are you gonna so when you do a live show are you gonna come out playing fantasy then i don't know every show is different see i like when you guys start like on a fucking banger because it's oh, like yeah. it sets gotta, the mood gotta, and ev- and then it's like it's such in. a like it it's a puller you know like when people are across the field or whatever like they mm-hmm. come in because what are you doing? Um, they hear you guys, like, especially a host sway, like, right. on the drums being loud, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so live, live is a whole nother thing. But this record, we went into the studio. We were actually, so in 2019, we had a bunch of shows. We had, like, 35 shows or something like that that summer. Mm-hmm. And everything was moving and grooving. We headlined a music festival in Michigan. Like, we were traveling all over the place, doing all the things. And uh, so at the end of 2019... the entry at the, at the... Yeah, it culminated by us playing at First Avenue, the yeah. 7th Street entry, selling that out with our good friends, the Arcanes and mm-hmm. Irie Mines. Mm-hmm. What Such up? a fun show. Um, it was a very fun. It was like December of 2019, and then all of a sudden it was like Yeah, COVID. and then we went out to L.A. right after <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, went to L.A. after that to, for business and stuff. and But uh, then all of a sudden it was like COVID put a big stop to everything like obviously everyone knows that story mm-hmm. so we've been sitting on this album since the end of 2019 and into 2020 we did more recording and did some mastering mixing and all this kind of stuff that we had to do um but now now's the time now we're starting to release it and we're really excited we went to the hideaway studios in northeast minneapolis and worked with brady mullen and had an awesome time mm-hmm and the song is funk, funk rock. The Morning Kings are funk rock. It's just like real fresh, upbeat, dancey stuff um, that you can really bop to. <laughs> bop. Yeah. You can bop. Bop the if bop. You know what that means? You can bop your head into it. <laughs> um, and the song is about, I mean, you can take it for what you like, but the idea generally is like, the song is giving this scenario of the end of the world essentially and it's kind of like what would you do in that last set, that last moment of the world you know what's your fantasy are you gonna like go have fun are you gonna do this or that this or that and um yeah so it just kind of plays that that whole 
thought process out. What would you do? Like, what would you do if it was the end of the world? They're like, asteroid coming in. What you gonna do? I don't know. I mean, what can you would do? Would you just right? have, like, a lot of sex? Is that just... But, like, wouldn't it be hard to get it up? Probably. I mean... <laughs> if you're in fear. I mean, I can will myself to get it up. Yeah, you would probably have I can, any like, problems, but... I can think of it to get up right now. And it will. <laughs> and then I can actually will it back in and create a, a second belly button if I wanted no, to. No, that's Dwight Schrute. <laughs> I yeah. apologize it is like for the people that are on Instagram. <laughs> um, so we'll save this recording if total, you so want to go watch It's total control, it. north and south, whatever way. <laughs> East and west. Make it any, make it an hour. <laughs> whatever you want to do, I can do it. Um, but I think make like... Make it an any, make it an hour. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> All right, what? <laughs> I mean... I'm so distracted now. Well. Well, <laughs> I do it on there. Will do. What would I do? I don't know. I mean, I'd want to be together with you, obviously, and culminate all of our. I, I don't know. I think it just goes back to family and and stuff. Yeah. What would be like your last meal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you go to like. Benihana or something like that. So then you get a lot of stuff. <laughs> so it's a really long meal. I think that's what I, if I ever was like death row, it's like, what's your, what's your last meal? It's like, I don't well, think you any make of the right restaurants guy. would be open. I don't think anybody would be. I would fire up the well, grill. Well, maybe, maybe someone's super passionate. Like they're like the hibachi chef and they're just like super passionate about it. And they're like, that's the way I go out, man. And they're like pouring the, the volcano that steams and yeah. everything. And they're <laughs> throwing the egg and catching the hat or whatever. Yeah, eating chicken chunks or zucchini that's getting thrown at you. <laughs> this is the way it is, you guys. This way it's going to be. So essentially, <laughs> Benihana is where you would go. I, I have no idea. I don't know. Do you think, like, but... the internet would crash? Like, they'd stop be people being able to connect? I'm like, literally, my brain is going there as if it's going to happen. So it's like, would you go on and, like, entertain the people? No. I mean, no. I think I think people would be hiding. Really. Yeah. They but got where bunkers you, where are you and stuff. you going to hide? Yeah. Like, but like even 10 if you miles underground through, in the mountains. Who has that? The secret government places. Yeah. They have bunkers and stuff where well, it's like so far true. underground, under mountains and things that they'd be fine, I would assume. Well, we don't have a bunker that's 10 miles underground. That you know of. I got a <laughs> secret compartment. It all comes back to the Capricorn. It's all about the innie and the outie. <laughs> we can go so far in that innie <laughs> that we will be safe from any asteroid. We have our own, <laughs> we have our own bunker. It's my innie penis. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, they're turning off. They're ew, like, stop ew, this ew. podcast! Oh it's my contaminating god. my ears. I can't listen. Who are these freaks? Oh well, if they're here, they already know. They're a freak too. We're all freaks together. Yeah, freak leak. <laughs> um, okay, so, so it's very fantasy. So it's very exciting. Yeah, song about the end fantasy. of the world. What would you do? Yeah. It's a really fun song. It is. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It is.
Yeah, and it just, it's honestly, even though, like, you guys made this prior to pandemic, it feels like now is the time it was supposed to come. Yeah. What happened? Did we just fist pumping? Yeah. Your arm getting numb? Yeah, my arm's getting tight. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it is timing. Timing is everything, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's also the idea that it doesn't have to be sad. Like, you think fantasy, oh, the end of the world is going to be sad or some shit. It's not. It's actually more jubilous it's more like woo yeah it's more about like let's get wild now is one of the lines or you know all the doom and gloom will be over soon mm-hmm. so let's get wild now like let's do what we want to do be ourselves be the free spirit that you are yeah this is your this is your moment this is your time for real that's it yep that's how i envisioned it but you guys can interpret it any way that you like. That's the beauty of music and art is like, I will create it. And then after that, once it's published, it's like, it's out of my hands. Well, that's kind of the creative process though, isn't it? Like, don't you feel like it comes in as like a co-creation, but it's not a hundred percent you? Uh, yeah. Depending, depends on the song. Some songs like take a lot of work and some songs come very easily. Is it easier when you're with the band to... Well, it depends. I mean, it depends on if I'm writing... If we're writing the music portion versus maybe lyrics or melody. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times the music will come first. And then I will mumble... Mumble rap over it, essentially. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, mumbling and, like, certain words will stick. You or maybe I'll get... In, when we do or maybe I'll get... What? Vocal part. No. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it has lyrics. I, I'm going to mumble rap the actual <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know where I was now, but uh, like certain Sorry. words will stick. Or if there's like a topic in mind or a feeling I get when I hear that music, uh, that's then what I'll write about. And then, yeah, sometimes you're, like, pulling from the ether mm-hmm. with it, where you feel like you're kind of a conduit, uh, and other times you really got to work on it, at it, and it's almost like you're wrestling with a song, it's like a puzzle that you got to figure out how to how to make it right, mm-hmm. um, how, how to make it make sense in your head. How does it work when you guys are in the room? Is it always one person takes the lead and people add to it, like with the rest of the band? And... Is there a certain instrument that usually takes the lead that's sort of the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, is there some, like, is it always a guitar or a drummer that takes the lead or? Not anybody. Any instrument. And people just add to it? Mm Mm-hmm. So what are you looking for when someone's like, hey, I got this cool, what, like a riff, a cool, what? Yeah, there's three ways it can happen. So one is, oh, I got this real riff. What do you guys think? And then you start playing it, and then you're like, oh, okay. You know, and you start playing with it too, and everybody kind of layers in. Mm-hmm. Or there's another way of like, hey, I have this song already finished and done. Here it is. Learn it. Um, and then you maybe make some adjustments or changes or tweaks as the song is created. Or maybe someone gets inspired and be like, oh, I know how we can make it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully you have that kind of relationship with other artists where they would take that feedback because mm-hmm. some people are like no the song's done this is how it is this is how i want it taught mm. right 
I don't normally work with people like that because I think it's got to be collaborative. Right. Um, and then like there's other ways, like, it. sometimes you could just be warming up and someone could just, like, Jose or somebody could just be doing a beat. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you just start playing something weird over it. And you're like, huh, that's kind of cool. And then it catches someone else's ear in the room so and they start playing on it. Who came to it? Like, how did that construct itself? Uh, this one was a Cooper song. Mm. This is a Cooper guitar song where he came in and he's like, Hey, I have an idea for like this riff. It's kind of cool. And, um, then we just built it from there. Hmm. Yeah. It does seem like a very Cooper song. It is. Cause it's like, um. It's riffy. Yeah. He's really good at riffs. Yeah. A lot of the riffy songs that you'll hear from us will either be Dan or Cooper. Hmm. Typically. I'm more of, like, I do play guitar in the band and stuff, but I do a lot more rhythm guitar, lead vocals. Mm -hmm. And um, my writing style tends to not be as riffy. Tends to be more chords and... Lyrically. Well, musically, it is more chords Mm -hmm. and, like, structure of the song. I can see how it will play out. And then... The other guys will kind of put the little ear candy on it, on top of it, or the little hooks, or the little, like, cool things. But I can, I can like, bring the cake, and then they bring the icing. Uh-huh. Think of it like that. Got it. Yeah. I'm the pizza crust. <laughs> Any of the other. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the crust, <clears throat> and then they're the toppings. <laughs> Cool. Well, should we listen to it? Yeah, we're going to listen to the instrumental version. Because... Yeah, he wouldn't let us do the vocal version. Well, with we you can. Guys. I mean, we can. Well, yeah, that's what makes the song. I, I think... want people to listen to it tomorrow. It drops tomorrow on Spotify, Apple Music, Capricorn, YouTube. We I know, could but use you can your streams. We could use your streams. We'll give you a sneak peek. Should I click it over here? Uh, you can just, yeah, just hit play. Pull no, it. you don't I have to move it. No, you will pick it up. Anyways, you, that's little, it. That's you guys missed the dance party on the podcast, that's but we won't taste. hold it against you. It's your little bit of taste. Little bit. Just your little bit. Just a tease. I'm a tease. Just a tease. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, that's really exciting. So you can listen to the lyrics tomorrow, February. The full song, February 7th. 7th. On all platforms. Anywhere you listen to music, you can find us. Yars. Yars. But primarily Spotify, right? That's what you want? Well, that's where that's where music people, industry folks, look to see if you have people listening to you or not. 
So. I think Spotify is great. It's where I house podcast. Yeah. Oh, I'll take it below this podcast. What? I'll put it below the podcast. Yeah. I'll take your music. Mm-hmm. Make a playlist. And people can... Oh, I've got Boho Radio. Boom. I can add you to Boho Radio. I'm Bohoing it up. <laughs> Boho Radio is awesome. If you're on... If you're listening to this po- podcast right now on Spotify, go look up Boho Radio. I put together a whole playlist for you guys. And it's all about, like, women's empowerment, fun, 90s jams, a little bit of rock. Fantasies. And we'll put your song fantasy on it. And then the rest of your guys' album to come. Yeah. It'll be cool. So when's your inter? You have a radio interview also coming up. Yeah, we'll be... Uh, we're going to try to do as much press as we can for the song uh, we're manifesting release, press locally yes we are manifesting the current yeah we want to get on the current so if yeah. you guys know anybody at the current reaching out to them um talk to them a, a little bit but you know there there's gatekeepers in the world sometimes yeah so we're manifesting the current manifesting cities 97 i don't know all the fun local even like give, the bloggers you know, I, I here i don't really give a fuck actually like whatever like just listen to it online <laughs> I don't give a fuck. just listen to I it i have an innie and outie yeah <laughs> i have an innie and outie my innie outie energy That's well the song up. speaks for itself it's like honestly press is awesome but like the thing is is music just it carries itself that's what i mean you so know just like go check it out yeah so i'll post it below this podcast save it share it with your your family and friends. Yes, especially. Other, be the cool music person. You want to be that guy. Oh girl. my gosh. Woman. I yeah. heard him for the first time. Yeah, you want to be like the person that knows the cool music before everybody else knows the cool music. Don't be like, what's his name from Smashing Pumpkins, the lead singer that we Billy were... Corgan? Yeah, Billy Corgan. Like, we were standing out. We went to his show. We were standing outside. It was a cool show. It was acoustic. It was very cool. Smashing Pumpkins. Sma- it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, but we were standing outside, and he walked out the door, and we're like, oh, oh my gosh, hi. And then there was a kid out there who literally. Kid, teenager. Oh, I don't know. Teenager. Um, he had a Sharpie and, like, the guy's, the band photo or the CD or something. And was like, oh, will you sign this? And he was like, no. And like, yeah. and he went and he, he just st- fucking, and he just dart like there wasn't a big line of people. It wasn't a ton. No, it was um, really casual. Hi, Ashley. Uh, there wasn't a lot of people. Yeah, it just, it was like us three. It was yeah the teen us and like whoever he was with, and we were just like holy shit, Billy's right here, and the kid was like could you and he goes no I'm, no my car's right not. there, so don't fucking turn into that guy. Not that guy. No, I'm kidding. Like, that guy, like, <laughs> I know you're the, not. <laughs> yeah, the team, the guy that was there, he's like a super fan, you know. Right. And he, it would have made. Take care of people. Like people are interesting. Day. It would have made his life. Oh yeah, because he so was. Just, you know. He had like the whole T-shirt on and like the whole thing. He was dressed head to toe. You could yeah. tell he, this was on his calendar for like months, and then he went to the show. And then literally his idol walks out the door and the idol was like, I got to get in my car. And then what the weird, yeah, the weird thing is he got in the car, he sat in the passenger seat, but the driver wasn't there yet. So we just all looked at each other. Yeah. We're all just kind (laughs) of like, he didn't leave for, he just sat there like looking out at us too. And we're like, that was such a missed opportunity for you, dude. Like, 
Well, he's a little socially awkward, Billy Corgan. Is he? Yeah. He's he a little weird. He was very interesting on the Joe Rogan podcast, how he said he hooked up with a shapeshifter. Yeah, remember that? He said he the he chick was, that. like, shape-shifting in front of him as they were having sex. Yeah, because it was an alien. He literally hooked up with he an alien. banged an alien. Or he was on some crazy drugs. Alien banger. How cool would that be? Banging an alien? <laughs> uh, I think you're an alien, to I don't be know. Well, you. we're all aliens. Have so we told we that yet? No, that's, that's for another episode. But, no, I mean, no, we're no, all no, aliens. Like, right we're... We're all aliens. We literally are these living beings on a planet floating in, in, in nothing. Uh. Sounds like an alien to me. <laughs> we have flying machines. Yeah. Well, we're an alien other, to any other planet. other machines that go from here to there. For real. Sounds pretty alien to me. So we were on... We, like, create other aliens, too. <laughs> Sounds like alien... And it holds them in the stomach of, of the of the one of them. Sounds like an alien to me. It's not in your stomach. It's your uterus. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Get with it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, so we were I thought at... if you swallow a, a watermelon seed, then you grow a <laughs> watermelon in your belly. <laughs> that And that's how Damien was that's made. That's how babies are made. ba da ba um, so no, we were on a date. How how far? It was far? our first date. It was was it actually our first? Yes. Okay, it was. Uh, we're at thirty three minutes and thirty three seconds. So. Tree, tree. I got inner inny and outy energy. I can <laughs> talk as long as I want to. Um, so we were on our first date. I thought that was like our second because didn't nope. we go to a movie? Nope. I thought we went to a movie before that one. Nope. Okay. It was our first. So we're. If anyone knows of Granite City, I think it's maybe more of a Minnesota thing. Yeah. No, aren't they? Midwest. Okay. We're at Granite City, eating outside, and we're just on this <laughs> lovely date, and I'm just like, oh, he's so cute. Actually, we worked together at the time, and so we're on this date, and eating outside, having a great time. There's some ducks hanging out. Stop! Man. You're giving it oh, away! Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so I'm like looking into his eyes. I'm like, he's so handsome. He's so lovely. All this stuff, right? We're having great conversation, and then these ducks like go waddling by us, like, rant, 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 rant. and I was like, oh, check out the ducks. And you were like, those ducks are aliens. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, uh, oh, and we're all aliens, by the way. And then I was just like, <laughs> what? Uh, like, what do you say? What do you say when someone says that? Oh, gosh, you, you, you like your steak? I mean, I don't know. It's just, like, really weird. And so I didn't know what to do other than, like, okay. <laughs> like, the ducks are aliens. Everything is aliens. Okay. Well, I explained it. Yeah, you did. But then it was just sort of, like, I don't know. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. Plus, I was not as spiritually aware, awake. Like, I, I was still drinking, like, Captain Coke. Like... And, like, Bud Light. That just... No hate on people who like Captain Coke and Bud Light. No, but you know what I mean? It's like that college time where you're just, like... You don't know that there's, like, a really good tequila or something. Like, you're just... You're kind of, like... Like... It's like... The rail bar. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyways. But you were much more enlightened than I was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I learned about a lot of weird stuff when I was in, like, high school and middle school. Yeah. 
like sacred geometry and duality stuff and could you like imagine learning that in grade school to anyone who's listening how different your life would be well i think that's why i didn't get along with many people when i was young not not that i didn't get along with people but like uh like in high school and stuff everyone's cares about all this stuff i'm like yeah well do you know about (laughs) 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 do you know about you know god damn whatever like do you know what the laws of nature (laughs) no about a lot of weird shit yeah Yeah. and And they're like wait no uh actually football or dating i don't know whatever people think about i mean you just think about in high school you think about like what's here versus you were like you had such a bigger broader look at life yeah yeah you got a lot of knowledge younger Um, i was in a lot of like trippy things back back in the day yeah. We used to always, like, watch the weirdest movies I possibly could. Like what? Uh, like one called Pie. Oh, gosh, I did see that. It was all black and white, and the guy was trying to figure out Pie and how, like, the golden ratio... Like, this is what I mean. Like, I was learning about the golden ratio <laughs> when I was, like, 15, 14, 13, and stuff. No wonder you love Tool, because you're yeah, like, that. this makes so but, much like, sense. Like, the dude, the premise of the movie, if you haven't seen it, he's trying to figure out all the different ways that the golden ratio keep reappearing in Earth and, like, different different things and in the stock market. And he's like, I can tell the future and all this. It's a crazy movie. So crazy movie. Do you remember how a podcast... Weird shit like that, though. I'd a couple watch. podcasts ago, I was like, there's that... There is, like, a, a number, like, a synchronicity. What's the number? Like... It applies to nature. It applies in golden things. Ratio. That's what it is. Yeah. It's the golden ratio. Yeah. There's not another. There's not That's what you thing. see in pine cones. Why they're always the same shape, and like you can do this calculation, and it's always the same. But isn't spiral. there something with business too? Like let's say income. There's always like a a way in which it all like if you look at a year every year and you segment it, isn't there like a certain ratio to how things play out? No matter what you're doing mm. like isn't there something like that i don't know i swear we looked at some it was like i don't know it's, it almost looked like tetris to me like how things fit together which it was like remember we were watching it and we're like so then is there free will or is it always like this predetermined way that things have to be with numbers ah oh, i have to find this because i remember yeah. us talking about it well, I mean, that's a line of thinking. Those are two different... There's different theories just in general about, like, free will or or not free will. But that's different than what will? we're talking... That's different than what we're talking about right oh. now. But do you believe uh, in free will? Mm. <laughs> I mean, there's both ways. I can see it both ways. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you have free will, you don't really know if you do. Right. And... Well, they were studying. There were scientists that studied uh, and viewed the subconscious. So before you even know that you're going to do a thing, your subconscious already kicked in before you did. Yeah. Dictating what your decision is going to be. Right. So the question is, is it the subconscious? Is that you making that decision? Or is it the hologram of your past always coming up? Yeah, or is it a replay? Or is it, like, a god or whatever that's, like, already knows the ending? Yeah. 
now that's you know that's one of the biggest questions of the universe i think that's why i like astrology so much is because you can read it and let's say like tonight like tonight i'm gonna look at what this week looks like and it's sort of fun just to be like hmm that's the energy of monday tuesday wednesday you know whatever and then what's really cool is when you look back on it over the week and you're like holy shit like monday played out exactly how but they who were writes saying those? but then it's like if i read who it writes is it the astrology? Then astrologers so they just like read tea leaves or something like what the fuck like where they do they come the up with planets it? and how things are intersecting and based on the energy the character of the planet and say it's like in opposition of another planet or something like something spinning in retrograde it's like the energy the character of the thing that's spinning in retrograde is to be on the lookout for so how do they know like if they didn't know that pluto existed how could they have factored that into astrology back when if they didn't know sorry don't yawn yawn on your podcast (laughs) sorry oh my God. I am a mom. I am allowed to yawn. Oh my god. Even though you woke up with him. But I was up with him at 4 a.m. Okay, so. Anyway, if they I don't just feel know like. that Pluto. No, because they know would know. Existed, but those things didn't happen. Oh. If you didn't know, didn't know that something existed, a planet or something like that, how could you, like. But they did. Wouldn't I don't that think mess astrology up the whole... started until they knew all the planets. They, they knew. I needed. I, I don't know. I don't know for certain, but oh, that's my assumption. My educated assumption. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. Mean, it's just a question I always have. I think it's just interesting, like how if you look at astrology in the past, it's been, um, like cert- like big events will take place where there's like these big conjunctions of planets and trines and oppositions and all this stuff, and it's like at that moment where the the grid the map is like like crazy all these things are happening and it's like that makes sense you know what i mean whereas when times are more smooth sailing like look back at the 90s like that was fucking smooth sailing mm. and then they a lot were of like shit happened in, the 90s in 2000 too, the world's going to end and nothing happened a lot of weird things happen all the time yeah but a pandemic and like everything we went through with election stuff and you know what i mean like that it's been a you're talking about for 2020 well just yeah like yes it was year 2000 was not yesterday did i say 2000 2020 sorry (laughs) i thought you were talking about like y2k and shit like that oh that and i'm jumping well there's always like y2k there's always gonna be uh to quote jeff tweedy every generation thinks they're the last i believe that so maybe there's a level of that just like within our nature. Yeah. Um, yeah, who knows? I mean, that, you know, then you're lending the idea with astrology that, that there is the God that's like just kind of playing all these little strings and stuff of planets I don't think, to do I don't things. think of it as like the God. I think of it the as oh, just God like being an energy that form. happens on the planet and we attune to it. But everyone's impacted differently. And I rest my case. 
Thank you. This are is you an my, Annie? Are this you is an, my astrology TED you, Talk. Does this make you have an Annie or an Audi? Uh, it's a, it's a soft <laughs> mid at the moment, to be honest. It's uh, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> okay, so Well, if you scared tomorrow, me, then I'd rather go with Annie. I should scare you sometime. I should hide around this house with like creepy dolls. No, you shouldn't. (laughs) You should not do that. That would be a very bad idea. So you'd be starting something you would not be able to finish. Yeah, actually, I would not want to open that door with you. There was one time you woke me up from a nap. Freak me out. Yeah, and you were like, you like you scared me, and I literally put my dukes up like I was like an old timey yeah fighter boxer like yeah yeah he he thought I was like. I don't know, you just like, startled Rob, me. No, but this is how you wake up from dreams. It's pure awful. Like, it's one of these things, I have to talk myself into it. Like, when you're sleeping and you're so out of it, I'm just like, this is the worst. Like, waking you up is so, ugh, I don't want to do it because then, okay, so here's what happens. Drew's passed out and I'll go up and I'll like tap him or whatever, or I'll try to make a loud noise so he wakes up on his own or something. Because he wakes up and he, he's got like bloodshot eyes and he's so out of it and so groggy and just like, like he's just, he wakes up just disgusted. Like he's so angry. I'm to, a terrible human He's horrible. When I wake up. And then he, then he feels like shit after he takes a nap yeah. and it's like, ugh, ugh. And he goes around, I need water. Ugh. I'm hungry. Why am I so hungry? No, I'm full. Why am I full? <laughs> But his eyes I'm are thirsty, so red. thirsty, but this is terrible water. But your first, like, five... It's not watery enough. It needs to be more watery. <laughs> your first five seconds are horrible. Like, I just... I can't even. So that's why I don't like waking you up, because you're just like... <sighs> or I'll wake up in a surge of adrenaline. Like, I just yeah. got... Like, a, like Pulp Fiction, I just got a needle in my heart of adrenaline, and I wake up and I'm like... Ugh. Who wants to die? <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. Anybody in my vicinity will be... My decimated. least favorite thing. Yeah, so we'll play loud music. I we'll am poke, not... poke you with a stick. Yeah. Like, the things to get you up versus... I don't know where that comes from, because I... Hi, when I wake like, up, that doesn't work. When I wake up from a nap, and it's specifically a nap, not necessarily a night's sleep. It's only when you nap. Only nap. Uh, when I wake up from a nap, I am not me. I know. I don't know who that is. You're, you're... I just need a minute. I just need a minute to, like, pull my life together. You want to, like, poke the bear and then just let him yeah. go through his weird, like... I go through a metamorphosis. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I'm good. Things are good. Yeah, like an hour later yeah. you start to come back down. You're like, I'm okay now. It does take forever. But I, so felt I try like, not to do it too I much. I felt like shit for, like, an hour. <laughs> yeah. Not worth it. Um, yeah, you're not a good napper. Neither's no. your sister. She no. does the same thing. Yeah, exactly. But okay, if so I'm sleeping, re- that yeah, that's a whole other story too. Sleepwalking and things like that. But that's those oh are stories for another gosh. time. We should do like scary sit around the campfire night and we'll tell for s- Halloween. Ha- Halloween as of this year. Yeah. We're gonna make them wait all the way till October. Spooky. <laughs> you better come up with some different stuff then. <laughs> I can be scary. No, he's got creepy ass stories of sleepwalking, which we'll share for another episode because. Tonight was about music and yeah. yeah so please, uh, Spotify. if you're still listening and things, thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for checking out. Thanks for tuning in on the gram, Instagram, and hanging out with yeah. us. And please go to the Morning Kings 
Um, any social media site, Spotify, wherever you listen to music, just type in The Morning Kings. And the song is called Fantasy. Releasing tomorrow. Living out your fantasy. Hell yeah. All right. You heard it here first, and you'll hear it tomorrow. And... Love you, bye. And you, wait, you gotta say, do you know my end saying? Um, yeah. What is it? Oh no, now you got me on the spot. <laughs> I no, I want you to say it. If you know it. Mm-hmm. You go, you go, do your ending. I can't end your ending. Okay. You're the ender. I am. Now I have an ending. I'm the beginner. <laughs> You scared me. Now I have any. So I end every podcast episode with thanks for tuning in. Let's keep flirting with the universe. And I will see you tomorrow. Massive love. Cha-cha. Bye-bye.